0: Welcome to Gestalt University, hosted by the team of Resolve Asset Management, where evidence inspires confidence. This podcast will dig deep to uncover investment truths and life hacks you won't find in the mainstream media, covering topics that appeal to left-brain robots, right-brain poets, and everyone in between, all with the goal of helping you reach excellence. Welcome to the journey.
1: Welcome to this Friday's Resolve Riffs. You've got the usual... uh, barrel of monkeys and uh in addition this week we've got none other than than ben hunt which who, who brought his best mustache and check out the party in the back Ben. don't be shy
2: i won't i won't be shy i'm not shy about this at all
1: absolutely I, mean, this, this it's, is,
2: it's, uh, I was telling these guys this <laughs> is my version of dyeing my hair purple for the the quarantine and i you know i'm, I'm shooting for the sam elliott mustache and roadhouse that's but
1: exactly I, what you've what you've created. Well, I I like that. wanted, that's nice it's of you so to say because, because
2: frankly, I'm I'm worried that I've got the Wilford Brimley look. So you know,
1: <laughs> there, there's. Uh, I
0: just I just yeah. came out of uh, listening to a podcast on Almost Famous the movie, a six part podcast, and then watching the movie. And man, did you look like a cast direct, casted directly from that movie? After I saw, I'm like, I did. Were you in the movie? Did you? You're like, oh something- yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah, that was
0: me. Yeah, you were, you were the road manager, I think. Yeah, exactly. Love the seventies look.
1: You were the Thank guy that you. Jumped Thank the group and yelled, <laughs> It's, 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 I it's am definitely a seventies
2: look. It's definitely a seventies look. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers, guys. That's true. Yeah, what's Thanks everybody drinking? Yeah, I drink as well. Yeah. Right on. Nice. Um Cheers. happy Labor Day or Labor Day, as you might. Cheers. say. Cheers. Yeah, we have got we've got
3: people, people in the uh, we want Ben. Mm.
2: Yeah. Nice. yeah he got nice. Here he well, is. It's, it's, it's nice to be wanted. Here I am. So, have I had me, it, bros.
1: We, the last time we, we got together, which it seems like literally a decade ago, Ben, but remember we sat down Evil. in person, broke bread, shared drinks, and had a blast. Had a, a grand conversation. You came in the next day. We had a, a really wonderful chat. For our podcast, literally seems like years ago. And, and back so up, much- I mean, yeah, it was, you was there stuff,
0: for I mean. an event where there were thirty people in a room. That's right. And you were expounding on your regular narrative, but also warning people of what we were going to see on the COVID side of things.
2: Yeah, that's true. Right? That's so That true. must have be been one
0: of the last events you. It you was.
2: Went- it, it, I remember it well because because flying back out of the you know your your lovely Toronto airport that was. Uh, that was quite an experience, you know. It was it was just jammed with people, wall to wall. Everyone was trying to, get, I guess, get back to or go somewhere right before they shut down stuff. So it was just wall to wall people, and just of course the most horribly unsafe place available. But you know, that was like the weekend before everything really, uh, everything really went to hell.
1: I have so to say easier. that when you actually came and spoke to us, and I remember sitting across the table and very arrogantly. Feeling like you were being an alarmist. Yeah, right. Then, A fearmonger. And, and then the the next day we had our podcast and I was beginning to sort of, I was still skeptical, but beginning to sort yeah. of think that you might be onto something. And then I think it was the next day that, they, that Tom Hanks announced that he and his wife had it and they canceled the NBA. And this got really real. And it was, there was this, this weird shift in the zeitgeist, almost in an afternoon, right? It when was, everybody, it went from being disbelievers to believers. And what
2: this is the this experience really crazy thing, but I've uh, have a a couple of really good friends who are around the Houston Rockets, and um, they we were texting. One of them, in particular. You, a family member of someone in the jazz and then also someone who was there at the, the, in the Houston, you know, on the, on the team. And so you're not going to believe this, but but I'm the one who broke the Rudy Gobert story. I, it was me on Twitter. It was, it was literally me. <laughs> it wasn't an NBA reporter. It wasn't, you know, a ESPN re- reporter. They all got it like 15 minutes after I did. And, you know, so I tweeted out saying, Oh, well, you know, Rudy Gobert, he's, Covid positive, and that's why they're all in the locker room, and why they've they've shut down this game. And you know, Rusty immediately calls me. And my partner Rusty calls me on the phone, and says, "Where'd you get this information? Because you're gonna need to retract that." <laughs> you know, if you, you know, what, what the hell do you know about stuff? I said, "No, no, I got a source," and I told him who the source was. He said, "All right, good by me." And so the the whole NBA shut down. Wow. Yeah, that that, that that's was That's crazy. I broke
1: that
0: broke that story. Focused. Yeah, you, you definitely, definitely had your hard finger hard in the pulse of that
2: thing early on.
0: Wait, how right. far back when do you remember when you started talking about it
2: yeah it was, uh late january, so, late, okay, january so late january it was because it the, the the data was coming out of china and uh it was it was obviously being falsified meaning it was it was you know it followed a function and a smoothness that you just can't you know you don't see in nature uh or or in, in human society confronted with a Exponentially expanding virus. So that's when I really started focusing on it and looking at the the, the Chinese narrative that was at first domestically directed, then internationally directed. Uh, that that narrative was then, uh, you know, monkeyed by the the the, the World Health Organization uh, to I think horrible effect. Uh, and then it was the, the, the narrative of it's just the flu and we've got this under control, you know, was taken over by the, the U.S. government and, and most governments, particularly the, the U.S. government. So it's just been, you know, one series of, my word, betrayals after another of, of, of governments and the way that they've tried to control and shape the narrative around a, um, a plague.
0: Governments you know and large organizations like the uh, World CDC Health Organization. Yeah, or yeah. CBC, absolutely,
2: absolutely. It was. Yeah.
0: I think Eric Weinstein had an interview with uh, Joe Rogan where I think it resonated with me so well. It, w- it was about again. I was thinking about the narrative, the the idea about masks, right? And Why right. they came out with the narrative that masks are a bad thing. I remember seeing the the video.
4: Where I'd read
0: a white paper on the use of masks in Japan. And this is again, like, shortly after we chatted. Right. And then seeing the World Health Organization coming out with this PSA video that said if, if you wear it, you're going to get it because you're going to be playing with it. Yeah. You yeah. Know, it. yeah. It's likely that it's worse if you use it. Yeah. And so transparent in my view that it was about protecting it was it was the, the road to, to hell is paid with good intentions. It was about trying to protect the healthcare workers. Yeah, uh, and I mean, Eric I mean, Eric, I mean, Eric pleaded in that podcast like, what if we just changed that narrative to one of dear patriot? You know, we have these people in need for if you have masks if you're hoarding them. You know, he, he did a much better instance. job than I would ever I would ever well, do. But there was a narrative there that, that could have been used. That wasn't yeah. lying to the public.
2: You know, you know, Rodrigo, I, I've been very involved with um, N95 masks, getting them to doctors, nurses, EMTs. You know, so far we've, you know, we raised about a million dollars. We've we've distributed about 150,000 of these masks in packets of 100 and 200 to about, you know, 1,200 or 1,250 individual clinics and hospitals and fire departments all across the United States. And uh, so I've been so involved in the whole uh, uh, PPE question of medical masks, right? Medical masks. And you are so right, Rodrigo. I, I mean, for me, it was Fauci in particular. I mean, the World Health Organization, okay, you know, who's paying attention to that? But but, but it was it, it was Fauci, whether it was in 60 Minutes and then, and then later, saying And and this is what really bugs me, right? So I, you're absolutely right. The intent was, let's call it a noble lie, right? Fauci knows perfectly well that the reason that healthcare workers wear these masks is they are effective, right? They prevent, they keep you, they keep the wearer from getting sick, right? They don't do anything about the spread, but they 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 are armor. They're that that personal protective equipment for the, the the wearer. And uh, and I get I don't approve and I, I in fact it, it just like Eric was saying and you know others have mentioned as well the the whole idea of lying to the public for the quote unquote greater good it always blows up in your face always without exception it never works it the noble the lie absolutely right but here's what made it worse here's what made it worse Rodrigo was that uh, what Fauci said was not only that, oh, no, no, you don't want to wear those those medical masks, but he also said you don't want to wear the surgical masks either. You don't, you don't want to wear the masks that we wear today, right? Which, you know, backtrack, people say, oh, there was a shortage of those. Bu-. Bullshit. There was never a shortage of surgical masks. There was never a shortage of these masks that we wear today in public because these masks are just designed to, you know, just stop, you know, the, the extent of the, you know, the particulates you're breathing out and it's to keep others from getting sick. It provides you no protection or very limited protection. And the idea that these masks were somehow in short supply, it's just, it's just bullshit. So it it was, it was this knowing um, mistruth, right? That, that again, it always blows up in the, the face of government or corporation that tries to do it. And it's that that nanny state, we know what's right for you, so we're gonna lie to you kind of thing. That you the way the you know, three year old? You know, and that 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 burns me up more than anything.
1: And a lot of people. How do you prevent it though? How do you prevent the phenomenon? So word gets out, there's a pandemic, the N ninety five masks are helpful, there's an instinct to protect your family, your loved ones. What prevents people from seeking out that protection because those masks weren't available so
2: you, you couldn't, you couldn't buy those masks. So, so the way we got them man, we had to, we had to design yeah, like this gonna. underground railroad of, of masks. We, we had, it was, it was Intel actually. It was a company that kind of approached us and, or, or not the company. Let me take that back. It wasn't ever the company. It was employees at the company, right? Saying, Hey, we can buy these on our own here in China and we can ship them over to you in like packets of 200 and 300. We could stuff them in envelopes and send them to you. And it, it was this, literally this underground railroad of getting 30 or 40 people to do that, that got us really going on getting masks out here that we could then distribute to doctors and nurses and EMTs and the like. Um, those masks you, you couldn't buy them here, so it's it's not like oh there was going to be a run on Walmart to get N95 masks. I mean, and they 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 didn't exist.
0: Just curious, did you ever have anybody who any individual or group of individuals who did have them to to distribute to you ever, or was it always this underground? Uh, market that you that you dealt with
2: it, for for us, it started with the, the like oh, that underground railroad of of just good people, <laughs> you know, going out as individuals, this kind of bottom up effort in doing it. the The reason it's very difficult to get corporations involved is, uh, like mm-hmm. I remember, Facebook had nine hundred thousand N ninety five masks, right? You know. Why Facebook is hoarding nine hundred thousand? They've all got their disaster plans, right, in their campuses. At you know, Google's the same way. Apple, they, they've all got this. And so, you know, they will make a show, and, and it's 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 a good show. Don't get me wrong. I'm I'm glad they do it. Of giving them to a state or federal uh, emergency management group, you know, a hospital system, let's say. The, the, the problem with that is that it's the same problem we have in our economic system. It's a, it's a trickle-down system of PPE in the same way that we've got this trickle-down system of monetary policy and everything else in, in our world today, where the idea is, let's give, let's make the rich even richer, <laughs> whether it's money or PPE, right? and. Uh, you know, eventually some will trickle down to the clinic, you know, in, you know, Port Charles, Louisiana. Right. And, and of course, the answer is this stuff never trickles down. So so, so our goal was never to compete with, the uh, oh, Facebook's got a million, you know, N95 masks. You know, well, good for you. Give them to the FEMA and, you know, they'll sit in a warehouse forever. Right. Uh, we're not going to compete with them. So we wanted but we weren't going to wait on them. So what that meant was starting with that very grassroots underground railroad of masks uh, and then finding suppliers. These are all typically Chinese suppliers of KN95 masks because you can't get 3M masks. They don't exist for ordinary people to buy. And, you know, over time you find good solid suppliers who aren't trying to rip you off uh, and you find out you know what makes for a good mask and what doesn't so you know mistakes are made but 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 that that that's what it took
0: so back on the idea of the narrative it's been it's, you know 2020 it feels like you know you you pro- I have no idea I'm making these up but just every year you have five major narratives to deal with and it feels like in the last 10 months we've had 35 different narratives to try to disentangle.
2: Yeah, right. So the so the big stuff, stuff that would ordinarily be a narrative avalanche. Yeah. In years before it's like, "Oh, okay. Well, I guess it's Friday, so, you know, see ya," right? It, it's 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 really been amazing. Yeah.
0: And you see that visually I, in your Sorry, Adam. Go ahead. And...
1: No, no, no. It's cool. And I want to I want to get I want to get to the maps because they are absolutely fascinating. One of my favorite things, but I, I wanted to get your thoughts on speaking of narratives because one of the reasons why I was late to the party in terms of, of embracing the importance or the the urgency of response yep. about the COVID pandemic is the fact that there was a complete absence of of narrative urgency in the previously sort of respectable media, right? Yep. But, Absolutely even, right. But, but that's fine. I actually, I stopped paying much attention to them years ago, but I have always paid attention to markets as a signaling mechanism. And what, right. what was so shocking to me, so jarring to me in this episode and actually over the past three or four or five major episodes, the Trump election, Brexit, etc. Yep. Et cetera, yep was how markets have so consistently gotten the ex- it exactly wrong, not just in magnitude, but in sign. Mm-hmm. Do, do, you re- is- I, do, you do you remember your what? tweets?
0: That tweet that you sent, it was Absolutely. like, it's Teflon market. It's a, it was two weeks before the crash, and every bad news that came out of China, the S&P would go up. And you wrote a tweet saying, I, this is Adam, saying, my God, this is a Teflon market. Like, clearly, you said something to the, with regards to clearly this isn't a thing. Because right? the markets were telling you a completely different story. Anyway. Yeah,
1: so how do we reconcile this? This is because this is not just pandemic. It's, it's, there's, there's five or six just massive stories over the last three to five years that the market has just gotten, like I said, the sign completely wrong on, but that, that wasn't really like, typically you had this, you know, the market has this topping pattern and it's, it's been a completely different characteristic of, of markets. In the modern era, and I see sort of modern era the last five years, do you have any can you make any sense of that? yeah, i'll I'll say two
2: things. the The first is that I've only felt, yeah, I, let me back up a second. So so you know the hedge fund I used to run, you know my my focus was on the short book, right? and And you know, if you're a short seller, you're just wired that way, right? I hate it. I don't like being a short. I mean, you know because you're you're always seeing the flaw in things, and you know, it's, it, you you tend to be just kind of it it, it wears you down, right? Frankly, you know, being be, being a short seller, but but that's that's how I'm wired. It just it, it just is, and you know you do it long enough, and you, and you start kind of distinguishing between, I'll say, kind of market stories, and you, you know how you've got to play the, the the you know the the short. Being a short seller is like is like playing poker. Right, because the you, you you have to fold a lot of hands, and you can't get impatient, and you can't go on tilt, and you have to play for what the pot will give you. Right, there there have been two times in my life when I felt in my bones that okay, um, this is this this is a systemic shock that. The market narrative is 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 focused over here when they should be focused on 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 the real world, the real economy. Uh, this isn't something where there's an easy fix in market world for what will happen in the real economy. And that the, the other time I felt it in my bones, right, was yeah uh, you know, going into two thousand and eight after. Bear Stearns was taken out in the street and shot right because what what I knew was that the story that systemic risk is good and we're all the systemic risk is off the table that that was bullshit right because I I I I, I knew the the prices that they were carrying you know residential
1: mortgage backed securities the toxic debt on their or- assets depending on that angelo mozilla and
2: countrywide you're listening to him you know give his 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 uh you know quarterly call and he's saying yep you know we kind of got a little problem here it's, it's it's this i remember this the the call is clear as day he said yeah people keep talking about the subprime i get it but you know it's the the real problem for us is the alt a Right, the 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 stuff that's betted it, it's not subprime. It's it's the alternative. A you know anyway, we don't have to get all back into that. And and I, I just remember that conference call like a ton of bricks, and just knowing that the whole world is not ready for this because there is this ten trillion dollar asset class that is that cannot withstand a nationwide decline in home prices, right? So that I, I felt that in my bones when the market you know, rallied in April and May of, of, of 2008. February of this year was the only other time I have felt it in my bones that there is a real world crisis that I am on top of, that I've been immersed in and I know, and that I've been around markets long enough to know that they have got this wrong and there's not a market solution to come out of you know, nowhere whether it's the Fed or what have you. Now, the aftermath, the the April and the May, the bounce back, I get it. And that's how you have to do shorts, right? Shorts happen in punctuated fashion. They're not forever things. You can hold a long position forever. A short, you make your money and you get out. And 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 you know, but but those are the two times in my life when I've truly felt it in my bones. And, and the signs was- were
4: there in terms of the narrative, because I think we were talking about how mainstream media got it all wrong and they were so late to the game, and they definitely were. But the signs were there. We, I mean, we were talking about this earlier, Rodrigo, earlier in the year. When you start seeing whole provinces and cities shut down, and then all of a sudden Italy shuts down, and the mainstream media in North America hasn't caught on to it, if you're something of a keen observer, you're like, okay, I don't care what the mainstream narrative is saying no one shuts down a country richard and i story. were getting uh, our, we, our we were way ahead at yeah, result oxygenators
0: and uh, yeah yeah me too our so masks it, and everybody thought we were crazy yeah.
4: and that big short would have happened for you ben were it not for the three-body problem fed ecb boj sort of sort of the one gravitational pull that matters now in markets which is central bank
2: oh oh for sure i mean market world is so disjunct you know you know, disconnected from real world, but, but this was a real thing, you know, so in March, you, you know, this was, this is when it, when, you know, the the chickens came home to roost. Uh, but, but, but yeah, Rodrigo so so right about, you know, Italy was like, and this is why I was just kind of crawling out of my skin. It's like, guys, I, I mean, you know, this isn't, let me back up a second. Wuhan, China has excellent medical care yeah China in general has has an outstanding I'll, I'll say top of the line medical system right uh, but you were looking in in Italy and you don't see this is just a, a crystal ball for what's what's going to happen here I, 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 it was uh it was certainly but 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 again to your point about mainstream media look the, and this is true today as well everyone sees things through the lens of trump anti-trump democrat versus republican and covid was no exception what was different about covid right was that both the white house and his opponents you know at different times at different points didn't want to embrace the danger that was that was covid i, I mean the the democrats embraced it after it became clear that it was a crisis, but leading up into it, when Trump is saying, oh, I'm banning flights from China, right? The, the knee-jerk anti-reaction to Trump is, oh, how racist is that? And, you know, they both come on down their own, down, down own, own And it's just, it's just like bullshit. It's just such bullshit. Yeah. And, you know, Dr. Goop on CNN saying, well, the flu kills more people. And it's like, oh. Anyway. No,
0: one, one um, trusted institution after another and trusted political party, whatever trust that the political parties had at that point, it's all gone now, right? Like even the, I think I read this morning that the Trump administration is trying to push through a vaccine. Um, and I, like, let's say, I don't even know. I don't even know whether it's true or not. But clearly now I see it through the lens of, oh, Trump's trying to get elected. He wants to be able to, well, what if I'm wrong, right? It, like there's no signal there anymore from trusted institutions trying to do the right thing for their communities and
2: yeah, no, it's, it's all it's, been either noble lies or just outright lies for their own self interest. It's just been a, a betrayal of trust time after time, after time. And uh, it, you know, it's, it's, it's like when you, when you have a teacup and you break it, you can glue it back together, but it's still a broken teacup, man. <laughs> and it's This dovetails into,
1: into your, I think your concept of fiat news, right? Mm-hmm. Which, which maybe, it'd be helpful if you could go into that concept because I think it's really relevant.
2: Sure. Well, well, look, it's, it's, we're all familiar with what a fiat currency is and and we all kind of rail about fiat currencies. Right. Well, well, look, information, which I'll call news, it's, it's fiat news. It's the presentation of opinion presented as fact, right? An opinion is made up, right? An opinion is something that oh, I'm going to construct just like a, you know, a, a, a sheet of fiat currency that, you know, Nuchen and his wife can hold up like this, you know, right. It's just a constructed thing. And what, 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 what I think is important though, is that that's not fake news, right. It's not, it's not fiat news. What we are immersed in the, again, the presentation of opinion as fact, as if it were news, it's, it's not counterfeit news, right. It's not fake news. It's not a lie. I mean, sometimes it could be misleading and all like that, but it's not—it's not counterfeit money. That—that's not the analogy. It's fiat money, and—and and there, there are lots of things that go into this. One is just incredibly effective for politicians to do this. But, the, so but I don't know
1: what that noise yeah, is. Yeah, what's the noise? Is, I don't know. Uh, it's, I keep muting I'm
2: myself, what's so it's
0: not me. Not me. Somebody is have a lot more there somewhere.
2: Yeah, that's weird. Now I wasn't like right way now. Oh, good. so all right without the rumble right so so you know <laughs> Fiat news is a constructed a, a presentation of opinion as fact it's incredibly effective it's required by our 24/7 content providers right you know the CNBC the CNN the Fox the MSNBC business model requires on the constant presentation of news there is no constant presentation of news. There's like one or two interesting news items a day. It's Break-like. the dopamine news cycle, right? It's the breaking news. Everything is breaking news. Yeah, no, breaking. breaking. Everything, Everything is breaking. Everything's breaking, Everything news. Is breaking. Everything Everything is breaking all the time. That red banner is everywhere all the time. And, you and frankly, what's what what's usually breaking is somebody with an opinion about something, right? You know, breaking, had, about, somebody said game
0: something. With my group of friends in, in college in our WhatsApp chat is to rename the title of an article where you read the title and you think it's one thing and they got you yeah and then the body is a very reasonable you know balanced whatever it is that could have and that should have actually had the complete opposite title right why japan is losing lives and then it's like how japan actually handled it they're, they may or may not lose that but they're actually doing a good job I'm like well how what can we learn from japan and that's the other alternative title that you can have.
2: Entirely <laughs> different editors, as you know, write, you know, are responsible for the text of an article and are for, for the headlines. Entirely different people with entirely different job descriptions and entirely different, you know, pieces of the business model that they're responsible for.
1: I'm sure that's happened to you all the time, Ben. It's happened to us too, right? I write an article for, and it gets syndicated. And then some, the, the syndicated person, right? Rewrites the title and then you get all the all the comments come back, these vitriolic comments come back about the title.
4: It's th- the like- incentive to get the clicks because at the end of sure. the day, it's massification of information. It's the fiat of information. And so people are, the, the news business is dying to one degree or another, yeah. depending on what outlet you're talking about. And so they need the clicks as badly as they can. And so the incentive is there to just, just destroy. Well, I, 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 I didn't might,
2: know this. But, you know, I'll, I'll say this, guys, you know, because, you know, the, the, the company that my partner and I started, you know, we do two things. We do research like you guys do and, you know, and, and, and try to apply it for, you know, investment models and portfolio models and and the like. But the other thing we do is, is we publish a lot, right? And we've got a subscription business for, for, for what we, what we publish. And I, you know, we don't do advert, we don't have an advertising model. That was such a, you know, just a race to the bottom is just a pittance you get for all the, the headaches. So it's it's not that kind of an eyeball model, but it's important for us in what we write to to, to drive engagement. And and I find myself, whether mm-hmm. it's the title of a of an article, right, whether it's the image that you choose for it, whether it's the topic itself, right? You know, so I, I wrote this piece on on N95 masks, you know, something that is so important to me personally. And I think is, you know, encapsulate so much of the betrayals that we've suffered in, you know, every country uh, from, from, from our government and uh, around this, this, this crisis. And, you know, we got a good reaction. I mean, it's it part of the series I was writing on grifters, right? But, you know, it just got a fraction of the response, just the nearest fraction of response that my first piece did, which was about Kodak. You know, cause and Kod- cause Kodak had you know, you got mm-hmm. the villains, man. It's 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 like, this is not, this is not gray. This is not. Be- Everybody can get the idea of you know these, you know. Kodak, you know, having some contacts in the White House with Peter Navarro and saying, yeah, we're going to be a pharmaceutical company now, and we get you know eight hundred million dollars in a non recourse loan. Everyone gets that. Right. It's it's so hard, though, to to to, to get the, the eyeballs and the clicks, the engagement uh, for stories that I think kind of go at the heart of, of really of what we've been talking. Actually, about I'm here.
1: curious, Ben, because we've we've well, at least I've noticed this, that the the amount of engagement that we get for a piece of writing or for a podcast or what is is. Is almost perfectly inversely proportional to how valuable I think the content is. <laughs> <laughs> nothing sells like crazy believe thousand, it. man. Right? Like just uh, what if it's if it's dramatic and and whimsical and but but says almost nothing, then it gets lots of engagement and, and retweets. If it's actually content rich if it has meaning if it's if it is is mildly prescriptive or provides a, a path to a change of behavior that may be constructive almost completely ignored
2: yeah I, I mean i I definitely um, endure i'll say the same dynamic uh right when if we're just talking about just sheer popularity but You know what I decided early on, particularly with the writing, and 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 you know, because I I, this sounds ridiculous, but 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 I but I do want to change the world, right? And and you're never going to do that by appealing shallowly to an enormous number of people. That 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 the way to change the world, you know, at whatever level you're thinking about. You know the world and what change you want to bring. It's having really deep engagement with a, a a smaller group of people, frankly. And and so I think it's important. You know, when we're when we're writing, you 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 lose your soul when you say, "Okay, I need to write. I got to do a throwaway line on you know." Let me write about Tesla. You know, which is kind of funny because I did write about Tesla the other day and. <laughs> And, and, and it was kind of a throwaway, frankly, right? It was a, you know, I did it in a couple hours and it, it's, it's, it's something uh, you've got to kind of mix up the things that you know are, are going to be appealing to a broad audience. But, but the stuff that's important is the stuff that's going to really connect. Maybe it's just with a few people, because that's should- really all you
4: need. There should be kind of an alternative because I remember in a recent uh, conversation you had with Grant Williams, I think you were talking about how Rusty called you out on a mention of a CEO. And, and this was kind of a, an aside to a main story that you were writing and you were calling him out and you were telling him you were just adding another chapter to the crony capitalism yeah. that we see. And uh, But you were talking about how that piece would have gotten a lot more clicks and you would have able to reach many more people outside of your Wolfpack. So
2: Isn't there a way? Yeah, but but, but let's 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 talk about that a second, because 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 this was that N ninety five grifters piece that I was writing about, and and part of it was I went off on a semi tangent. It was kind of I got my juices going because I'm I'm you know one of the focuses I've had in the past has been looking at how stock buybacks they're not bad in and of themselves. I get that. I love stock buybacks as an investor. Truly, I do. They are used to sterilize ridiculous management compensation schemes. I'm sorry, that's just the fact. Right. And 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 one of these ridiculous management compensation schemes happened to be with Honeywell, who is one of the major manufacturers of these N95 masks. And so I just had a little blurb where I was talking about, oh my God. I, I mean, what what you know, this guy, the the CEO, none of these CEOs, they they've never bought up a penny of stock. they, they It's just given to them, right? And, you know, it's set up in such a way where if he plays his cards right, you know, he's not a founder. He's not an entrepreneur. He is an engineer who came up through the ranks and he's a manager, right? He's looking at a payoff of maybe, I don't know, $150, $200 million if he plays his card right over the next, you know, five or six years. It's like, you know, what world you know is is, is is that you know I'll say productive or, or you know capitalist right I, I
1: as Rusty so, said and that's the cheese
2: he said, that's the cheese and, and he said look you know it's yeah it'll it'll get you know the juice is flowing for a lot of people but that that, that is, it's not what you're trying to say here and he was exactly right. But you She's can add exactly a message to that, right?
4: Today, right? You, you can maximize the reach of your content by perhaps adding that cheese in. Cheating but a little bit. Including- Cheasing it a little yeah, bit. Yeah, including the real message that you're trying to get in there, for sure. Because the, the, the whole uh, idea of I don't know, uh, man. stock-based compensation is
2: just, it's here to stay, right? I, th- I think that's a bit of a, co- I, mean, I mean, look, that's that's the excuse I give myself all the time, right? It's, it's like, yeah, oh, yeah, you kind of kind of cheese it up greater a little bit good. here, but you're doing it for the greater good, right? It's that same thing we we're talking about, kind of the noble lie. It's noble not as lie. bad as the right. noble lie, but mm-hmm. you know when you're cheesing it up, you know, you know when you're kind of playing to the to the to, the, to the crowd, right? And 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 masses is fine, but I mean the just the the. Um, the, 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 cheap the cheap, for real,
0: Because right? look, here's it comes that back down to credibility, right? Mm-hmm. The reason I think you got the support that you did with uh, masks and the people that, that help you out and actually do the heavy lifting, I think it's because they trusted you, because they, they trusted your organization, you and Russ. Right on, brother. And you may, like you said, you can have this shallow following, right? But the moment you ask for help, are you going to get it? Are you going to get the same type of principled people? As you would otherwise, and I don't think you do. Well, I think you become a tool for other people's narratives. You, if you make your your headlines extravagant and you you push on that cheese, you are giving whomever believes in your values and that they're using that without having probably read your article, yep. using that title and using that lead paragraph in order to to further their own their own arguments and and those facts. Uh, fact, what do you call it? Facts uh masked as um opinions mass as facts, right? Yeah. So I think yeah. you need to yeah. you need to fight. We're always fighting is. against it. Yeah. I always like there's you want to push for a good title on it. You're always fighting against getting too much cheese, but it is something you need to be vigilant of.
2: Yeah. So so look, the the, the only coin of the realm that 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 means a damn in this world of debasement that we're in, debasement of Information, debasement of opinions, debasement of currencies. The only coin that's worth a damn is authenticity, yeah. right? And, and and again, it's that teacup. I, I, when I was, you know, run, running my fund, it was you know as part of a larger asset manager, and and I remember um, having a conversation in the kitchen with one of the, the one of the two co founders of of, of of the firm. I don't know how we got on it, but, but, and he was saying, you know, I will not even try to do the, you know, the Brooklyn accent, but he, he was saying, you know, Ben, there, there, you know, there, there, there are two things you got to know about business. And I said, okay, well, yeah, what, what, what's that, David? And he's so smart. I mean, this is really good. Right. So he said, well, first thing is this, it's not about the money. It's about the money. <laughs> that was that was number one, and he's so right. And I I've, I've remember that a, a lot of times it's really served me in good stead. And um, the the other thing he said was, um, "You you 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 always live to fight another day." Right, and and what what he meant by that is what we're saying here, right, which is that. In this business of financial whatever that we're all in, right? It's it, it's a good business, right? It, it, and it and it, you can make a it, it's a it's a business you can stay in your entire life and um, do good, make money, do all those things, right? But you can't be that teacup that gets broken. Once, once, once you lose that, that credibility, once you lose your authenticity, once you lose your reputation, there's no business on the face of the earth where reputation is more important than what we do investing, yep. right? <clears throat> Period bar none. And so, so just preserve that even if you're wrong on stocks or the markets or whatever, whatever, don't ever feel like you have to go all in or make it all up or or, or or tell a little lie that leads into a big lie. You don't. Just play it straight, keep your authenticity, and this is a business where you can do good and
1: make money for a lifetime. So I agree. I mean, we, we obviously espouse the same value system, and then I contrast that against the Tesla game or Benioff. Mm-hmm or mm-hmm. you know the honeywell city capital or, management or, and the
4: guys are back in business and 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 the, and cheese, the other
1: man, yeah. the cheese right like this i i just i really rusty's recent article the cheese really resonated with me where we're now in a society where politically economically financially the way to extract profit is to is to create edge cases that you know, navigate the around edge. the spirit of the laws and the rules yep. and the regulations yep. and the spirit of capitalism and creative destruction. Right. So so you know we, we talk about authenticity and we I think as a group espouse it in our writings, in our operations, yep. in what we stand for. And yet when you look around us at those that are extracting the most from the from the from the system we observe the exact it opposite. How us. do we reconcile that? <laughs> right? Yeah, hey,
2: but it's always been this way, man. It's always been this way, and um, I think now. Look, don't get me wrong. I think we're not just in the golden age of fraud and cheese and you know pursuing the edge case. We're in the we're in the platinum age. We're in the diamond age. It's just it's it's it is it's beyond you know anything and you know my adult life of, 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 understanding or, or anything I've read about, pr- frankly, for that matter. Um, But
1: Adam, so what? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I, and I hear you, right? So and that's the best. The that right? I mean, it I mean, just, it just if
0: makes you a little alive. jealous. That's all. It makes you a little jealous. Like, Oh, can I get some of that juice? Oh, wouldn't that be nice? Let's change that title. It's just, it's tough to see <laughs> Just some of these things go viral that are absolute nonsense. Well,
2: that's, that's, that's hard. hard. It makes makes me angry. I look, I get it. It, But, but, and this is, this is so, this has been the most, uh, the thing that keeps me going to your question. You know, when I started writing Epsilon Theory, I may have told you this in the last talk we had, you know, this was uh, the, the summer of 2013 so a little over just over seven years ago and I was in a pretty dark place. I don't mind telling you. Right. I mean, I'd,
1: you know, right given all,
2: our, yeah, right? we'd given all our money back in the hedge fund. I mean, it was a, it was a, you know, it was close to a billion dollars. We gave it all back because it just wasn't working. We never lost money for clients, but you know, you know, when you're not, when it's not, it's just not working. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so it's you know, trying to figure out, well, well, what does work? What, what the hell is going on in markets and politics? And I, and I, I started writing and, you know, it was a hundred people. And then, you know, now it's like what a hundred thousand. Right. And it's, it, it's, it's, it's like that old police song, right. You know, tossing the message in a bottle out into the ocean and you come back and there are a hundred bottles, you know, washed up on your beach. And and that's what this has been for me, right? The publishing and the getting to go, guys. Like, yeah, I wouldn't know you guys if if, if we weren't writing, if you weren't writing, and yep. and it's finding mm-hmm. this brotherhood and sisterhood. And unfortunately, it's too much of a brotherhood and not enough sisters in 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 what we do, right? In in our business. But it, it it's finding that. Yeah, I like pack because it sounds a lot more you know, forceful than community, but that's what it is. And, and it, it, it's, it's fight club, man, except, you know, it's okay to tell people you're part of it, (laughs) but it's, but it, but it's everywhere in every city and every country, every burg and hamlet out there, there's one of us. It's just, it's just hard to know, you know, who we are and how to connect. And that's where, the writing and and, and staying true and what you guys do and even you know God bless you you know a Labor yeah. Day weekend you know a little little podcast this is how people get connected and and so that's how the world changes.
1: So, so you've been you've been very active with with the burn it the fuck down mean and I and I right. and I that really it resonates with a lot of different people I'm sure for a bunch of different reasons. Um but what I've been so admiring about with with you is how and you do get you get pissed off and you you know you definitely go off on Twitter and you need to take a break and I certainly get That's that true. believe me, yeah. um, but what what's what's been so great is just the, how you're able to come back to it over and over with such grace you know like without <laughs> without the grudges and without the like you uh, literally just keep well, coming back I to do. the to the to the to the to the brown field or the green field objective this of this whole thing right like yes there's all this bullshit out there and yeah i want to i want to burn down the edge cases and and but but how do you how do you um carve carve yourself off from that trajectory towards nihilism Nihilism. because i don't i don't get that from you i get the i get the i'm still hopeful um meme from you or 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 impression from you and not the the nihilist mean but you do need to get to know you yeah in order to to be able to see that right so but 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 you i genuinely feel it so how do you separate those or how do you avoid going down that nihilist path um you do good works that's it
2: that's that's it back to the original topic do Do good work do, do, you're connecting
1: with good people, doing good things and by yeah, doing good things good and by good work the, the good I, I, I mean and,
2: I mean research and like that but by good works I also mean that in the I'll, I'll call it the religious sense. I'm not a religious guy at all, right? But I mean, you know, help your freaking neighbor I mean just do that. Just do that and 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 it will yeah you get back so much more than you give. I know that sounds trite and silly, but it's, but, but brother, it's the truth. It's the truth.
1: So oh. are you winning the battle?
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, it's two steps forward and one step back. It always is. You know, I've, I've got my alter ego, Neb Tana, you know, who's kind of adrift in the sea of social media and, you, you know, uh, communicates better, with strangers and bots on Twitter than he does with his own family, frankly, and is antisocial and can't connect and can't kind of form the words. Right. And, you know, Neb's with me every day. (laughs) Neb's with me every day. I
1: just can't shake Gresham's law. You know, I just, I, 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 I feel like the, the, the the bad memes just crowd out the good, you know, and it's no matter how much, how much good you want to put out there, there's just at the moment well, anyways, it does seem Well, overwhelming. This, this is why I wrote the, that, that Fiat
2: News concept and, and the, the articles I wrote around that because it came out of Gresham's law. So Gresham's law, you know, he was the, the treasurer or whatever you called it for, uh, for, for, for Queen Elizabeth. Right. And, uh, and she had a problem because her, her, her dad, right, had taken all the silver coins and said, mm, "Can't we recast these, but only with half the silver as before?" And 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 so it it, it sparked this this recession, you know, in in you know Elizabeth Elizabethan England, and said, you know, she said, well, "What's going on?" And of course, Lord Gresham or whatever is, I don't even know his first name. He said. Well, bad money drives out good. Bad money drives out good because if you do have a good silver coin and you know it's a good silver coin, you're sure as hell not going to spend it. you're gonna you're gonna hide it, you're going to keep it, you're not going to spend it because you don't know, you just don't know what those other if you're exchanging it for a good coin So, in exactly the same way, bad news, and I don't mean bad in the sense of distressing, I mean bad in the sense of constructed and fake, fiat news drives out good money. <laughs> it's exactly the same thing. So you're, you're right, Adam. It is, it is, it's not just a daily battle. It's a losing battle, man. This, this isn't a mean reverting phenomenon. This gets a lot worse before it gets any better. Which is exactly why, Adam, you say, well, you know, why not, you know, you know, join the other side and you know, rape and pillage with the best of them, right? Is that thing <laughs> things get worse from here, not better, and you need to know who your pack is because that's the only way we're going to make it is, is 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 to have a pack.
0: And it, is it's the burning the fuck down I meme. Mean, that that final recognizing that shrinking good money and trying to make your 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 best effort i mean is it a is it is this something you truly believe that you would be using if you if you were winning the battle or is this kind of like a last ditch attempt to get people's attention
2: i'll tell you where it came up it wasn't it wasn't a um Thoughtful thing. It wasn't a planned thing, right? It, there, wasn't, there wasn't some grand strategy to start, you know, saying burn it the fuck down, B-I-T-F-D. Uh, although I do kind of fancy myself the whole, you know, you know, second foundation, Isaac Asimov, that you kind of plant these things and and try to create it. And, you know, I've tried to do some stuff like that, but this was not one of them. It's It's kind of I want to try to channel it in that direction. don't get me wrong uh but but i I first wrote this after uh epstein was 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 killed or died in his jail was suicided
4: when he was suicided
2: yeah I, I I mean, and I still don't know, right whether it was suicide or it was murder. I don't know. here's the thing I don't care. I don't care. it doesn't matter. why right? wasn't he protected? that's it, right? So, so the government, a, a, a legitimate, non-corrupt government, you've got one job in this situation, right? You bring the bastard to trial. That's your one job. And the fact that you failed for whatever freaking reason you failed means that you're a corrupt system. It just, by definition you are. And, you know, it's, it's, the, the, the note I wrote was, you know, I'm a superstitious man, which is after The, 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 the Godfather, right, where uh, uh, Vito comes into the meeting of the five families, and he wants to bring his son Michael home. And he says, look, you know, I've got to, he's going to come home, you know, got to clean up all these false accusations of him, you know, killing the police captain and all. Um, and, you know, I forgive, you know, the death of my other son, you know, but but, but Michael's coming home. And he said, you know, in his death, I do not forgive, right? And if by some accident he's struck by lightning or he actually says this, he's arrested and he hangs himself in his jail cell. Right? That's the example that Mario Puzo uses when he writes The Godfather, whatever, 50 years ago, right? Vita says this, I do not forgive because he says, I'm a superstitious man and I'm a superstitious man too. I do not forgive this. So that, that was the first moment of writing, you know, burn it the fuck down because it's, it's the entire system is is corrupt so, and, and no, it has to be reshaped.
0: I, I, I have to admit that as and I don't know if Richard feels the same way for those who don't know Richard from Brazil. I'm from Peru. When I start when I start having conversations uh, with Adam, uh, but he's a bit of a nihilist and I think he he likes the idea of burn it the fuck down. I I have issues with that concept of starting fresh. Uh, The the idea that when you burn it down, you're going to rise like the phoenix and something better is going to come up. Mm -hmm. Because we've seen in my lifetime, in my parents' lifetime, in many South American countries, and third world countries, Mm -hmm. things being burned the fuck down. And sometimes Peru's an example of rising like a phoenix, taking poverty from 55% to 35%, seeing growth every single year for seven years. We burned it all down redid her constitution and started fresh in 1989 after my family left, right? After the, the terrorist uh, communist yep. organization came and burnt it down. But then we've also seen other scenarios like Argentina constantly burning it down and rebuilding and burning it down and rebuilding and many other third world nations well, have I mean- these, these massive revolutions and the complete opposite happens, right? So I, when I look, when we South Americans, look at your yeah. corrupt system we want it we, oh my god it's so less corrupt than anywhere else on the planet like it it, it just it's kind of like the ideal everybody still wants to come to, the, to America still wants to be part of that system it, it is still an operating system that that tends to not allow individuals to completely ruin it right well it's it's not, a, like a single individual can be can do that in South America
4: it's relatively absolute. Trump has
0: yeah. not been able to do that in the U.S. yet, in my yeah, opinion. So, well, I just I find that like I have a bit a negative visceral reaction to the nihilist approach of like burn it down and let's start fresh. I'm just curious to hear if you've had that pushback before.
2: Oh, all the time, and it's a legitimate pushback. It's, it's 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 entirely fair. And sometimes I push back on myself, and then some other slap in the face will occur, and I'll say no you know, burn it the fuck down. Right. And, and, and look, you're right. It's a, you know, it's a first world luxury to be able to say that. And it is a um, constant issue for me to I, I'll back up a second. So, so it, there were these riots in Atlanta and Killer Mike Rabbi, you know he comes on. He starts talking about you know when we talk about burning, we want to burn down the system. We're not burning down, you know, your neighbor's house. And that, me and Killer Mike are saying the same thing. Right. <laughs> it's right. A, and and I. There's nuance I, there. Yeah. I I don't and I know it's a nuance and and I know particularly the people who don't want to burn it the fuck down, right? Who profit from keeping it. Up the way it is, they'll come at me and say, "Oh, you want to burn it the fuck down? You're fucking, you know, blah blah blah, right?" And and that that critique, when I know where that's coming from, that you know, I get all bristly about that. I don't get bristly at all about what you're saying uh, because it's it's it, it it it's fair. Frankly, what I want, what I want, is a constitutional convention right because i i i i we can disagree about about trump the man right catalyst or you know something deeper but i i think the fact is that in the united states our domestic political games are now you know in this kind of game theoretic kind of mm-hmm. craziness right we we are in a competitive game, you know, we're talking right right at the beginning where nobody can see past anything other than through the lens of the competition of Dems versus GOP, Trump versus Biden or whoever. Everything goes through that lens, right? That didn't used to be that way. There's always been an element of that. Don't get me wrong. There's always been an element of that. But when we in the past, when we, the United States, has had a, 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 a threat to all of us, like COVID is a threat to all of us today, it has not been made partisan. No, and I'm not saying that's all Trump's fault. I'm not saying. That, but the system that he broke has a result of okay. this is the way it is, and it doesn't fix itself. So See, I, I, I don't know what to do other than to burn it down well right
0: right i think th- I, I agree well killer mike we watched that many times over and i i had a feeling when he said those two things that he was saying something that he thought he could do separate the burning mm-hmm. the houses down and this and the stores down with burning the system down and yep i just here's the way i see this idea i see it as an, an options contract right you just increase volatility Right, the moment you start rooting for that and asking for the complete annihilation of, of a system, whatever it may be, you increase the volatility of outcomes. So you can have something really great or something really bad. And I just don't think you can you can you can uh, do one without the other, and that's my big fear. Coming, you know, I'm I'm like I'm suffering from PTSD in my past. Mm-hmm. The question is, is there no other way? Like, can't we not reform? Can we not move forward and, and try to fight in a different way than trying to burn it down?
2: So or is, I, I that, think is that gone now? I, I, I think that what burning it down in the way that I want and that Killer Mike wants, I think what that requires, and it's the hardest thing to do, is uh, truly effective leadership yeah. On the side of I'll call it the rebellion, the resistance, because, again, both from a narrative sense and from an efficacy sense, the only thing that works is in the 20th century, at least, or the last half of the 20th century and the 21st century is profound nonviolence, profound nonviolence. And that has not been the leadership. It's been a leadership failure of the particularly the, 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 the Black Lives Movement right? A, a, a group, a movement that I support, on a thousand percent. Uh, but the leadership, there's been a failure of leadership to, in the sense of seeing the violence that emerges it as regrettable, or ain't that a shame? No, 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 no. The, the, the violence that emerges from this is a betrayal of your movement, and it must be treated like that, and it requires... the the kind of leadership that you got from, you know, an MLK that you got from a Gandhi, right? That, 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 you know, people who knew how to play the game effectively, and the way you play the game effectively is, and the way you burn down a system is the long game with absolute adherence to nonviolence, right? And, and it and is so hard from a leadership perspective. It's the hardest thing that a leader of a, a, of a resistance movement can ever do. But if you're the underdog in any sort of fight, this is true if you're an underdog business. This is true if you're an underdog social movement. This is the, true if you're an underdog uh, sports team. You must have more discipline than the people you're fighting. It's if the, you, the
0: long game is the interesting word, two words there that I think, you know, we've yeah. all been reading The Three-Body Problem,
2: mm-hmm.
0: right? And the, the, the series. And one of the things that it's about is about planning for 500 years ahead.
2: Right, right, right. Right. Which makes and it a I, very Chinese novel, frankly. <laughs> Right? No, oh. I'm serious. I'm, I'm serious. Well, so, sure. so, the the, the, trans, the translation's phenomenal, but but one of the things I really loved about that whole series was I felt like I got a view into modern China and 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 I'll call it Chinese culture in a way that I don't otherwise.
1: Mm.
2: Right. So, so right. what you're just describing, right? That that that's a that's a pretty Chinese perspective, just right sure. there.
4: But it yeah. sounds like what you're saying. Ben, in terms of uh, uh, burn it the fuck down, really is working through the system, playing a long game. So so in a sense, you are not really, you don't really want to burn it the fuck down and bring on the terror years of the French Revolution. It's not, it, it's not that chaos that increases volatility to the degree that Rodrigo was describing, which as a Brazilian myself, I, I also don't want to see because you have a neighbor to your north to you see what's happening in Venezuela. You have this, and so I share that view. But you want to burn it the fuck down so I, I, yeah, I little cheese in the no, uh... I,
2: I really do. I really do want to burn some <laughs> stuff down, right? Right? Because because I, I don't that's, believe, Neb. that's I, 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 do not believe, I do not believe that you can change the system through incremental adjustment. I think that the system that we have set up today does not allow for effective change from within. That the rules have been so co-opted and dominated by the self-aggrandizing um you know, rich people and powerful people, right? That 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 change within the system is not possible. Right. So so that's when I say that that I I want to have a change of the rules. Uh, I, I want to have a constitutional convention. I don't think we're ready for that. I think any constitutional convention next week is just going to be co-opted by the same cast of characters. Uh, I, I think that there's probably a a a dissolution and a splintering uh that that, that's required but you know what 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 i would the, the 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 person i look to for inspiration on this is and this also sounds so ridiculous but it's 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 saint augustine right right who's looking from afar at rome and it's not you know oh a five-year decline for the Rome, for Rome, where it goes, no, it's, it's hundreds of it's centuries where Rome just kind of slowly winds down in the West and keeps on going for, you know, centuries more in the East, but you know, he's writing out there and, and, and what he's saying is that he has to separate himself. You know, it's you got the city of man over here and we've got the city of God over here. Again, I'm not talking religious, I'm talking purely secular worlds we need to form our own community separate from this world that keeps trying to drag us in and, and, and try to force us to see everything in the world through their lens. Right. The revolution is going to happen in our hearts first, right? It really is where the revolution happens first. And, and that's, that's the hardest revolution of all, but but, but I really do mean burn it down. I, I, I don't mean just reform the system. I, I, mean, not in our I mean a new system.
4: Not in our lifetime, right? Because, you know, I don't know, man. I'm trying to... I, I'm I hopeful. Think I,
0: I think I'm it's hopeful. It's better for Ben, I think.
1: I'm hopeful. Right, well, I think but, where you're going is is that the failed state is the result of of uh, a successful mission to burn it the fuck down, right? And so, so do we agree about that? On with that premise then is that because I think that's where our South American guys are and you have an example of
4: the Middle East right, right now you, you, you took these terrible people who are oppressing mm-hmm. uh, portions of their population for sure and they were bad actors definitely and in the toppling of them the chaos that ensued and the vacuum of power actually brought in something worse
0: Belarus right now,
4: like you have you have many examples of that. I, I'm I'm just trying to understand how how, how this
2: could uh, guys we bring we, it about. We, we know what you know. We've got the blueprint, right? It's it, it's not like we have to invent a new form of government. It it's not like you know the this is the you know mentioned you know uh, uh, Eric Weinstein earlier. You know. Eric and his brother Brad, kind of, yeah. whatever this articles of unity thing. I think it's silly. I think it's silly. I think their heart's in the right place. I think it's 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 like, it's like a high school senior decided to write, you know, uh, uh, you know, political philosophy, and and I, and I and I and I mean that, with 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 a lot of love, right? But but, a top-down kind of new system of government, a new state, and that that's. That's not it, right? That's not it, and and neither is the strong man or the you know Lukashenko. We've got lots of models. Look, we we know what it looks like, right? It 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 really is liberty and justice for all, right? It it it, it really is the small l liberal virtues, the small c conservative virtues. It really is one person, one vote. <laughs> it, it 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 it's all of those things. I believe though we're at the point where there's been so much detritus built up on this this, this edifice that we had, you know 1789, 1789. That, that, that that it doesn't it, it's just it's just you know it's, it's like a, it's like one of these old master paintings where they, they say, "Oh, we're going to clean it off, right And you say, "Oh my God, there's color underneath there." right and and, and it's a, it is like the, the the painting comes alive after they just take all the the gunk off from a couple of centuries that i, I mean somebody, that, wrote, here, I we're somebody about. wrote here somebody
0: wrote here that yeah, it should be the wolf pack as founding fathers 2.0 i like
2: that not wrong <laughs> not right <wrong. laughs> yeah, I, I i like that because the the whole notion of of the pack right is that you are, um, huh, you you. And here's some of these these other kind of phrases, right? It is the clear eyes, full hearts can't lose, right? The, the the pack is like a high school football team in Odessa, Texas, where that phrase comes from, right? Friday Night Lights, clear eyes, full hearts can't lose, because you're you're you're. <laughs> It gets back, Adam, to what we were talking about before. It's finding those people who you want to be in the foxhole with, who see you as not as a means to an end, which is what every politician and every political party and every corporation today does. They see you as a means to an end. What I'm saying is that you find the people who see you as an end in and of itself. That's it. That's it. Find that pack. That's what a pack is. And that's how you create a society that has to come before you have a state, right? Before you have a government, you've got to have a society that works.
1: I agree. And this is, I think this is kind of, and you correct me or wrong. I don't want to put words in your mouth, but the way I sort of see it is we don't want to burn it the fuck down. I think the, the way that Rodrigo and, and Richard are coming at this, we don't want to burn it the fuck down because you get a failed state and you don't want materializes. You don't know what materializes after a failed state. So I think where, where maybe you and I Ben are a little closer to is the idea we're already in a fucking pale, failed state that has been paid by, by a fucking you're, bull market you're
0: you're out of your mind
1: like uh, yeah, you don't you, know
0: you, if, if yeah. this is a failed, state,
4: a failed state that has, has been, get been painted worse
1: by a bull market it couldn't get worse than this right no you're, no no i know it can get vastly worse but i'm saying the idea worse. that that's we the, have a functioning state no, for and sure. I'm, like, I, I, I'm, it, I'm. It's a broken concept. It yeah, is yeah. a broken that was a straw man. I was, uh, was uh, yeah. it over yeah. by a bull market. Period. Full stop. Yes.
2: We we have no. a luxury. We have a luxury here that I think many other countries are trying to create in Latin America, and that is a, a sense that that you are a a nation. Frankly and and in the, in the same way that i that i think the, no, the the notion of of a of a peruvian identity i, I think is is kind of finally right maybe oh, taking yeah. root right it's declining in the united states the idea yeah, of an american no, identity is sure that's, true. Whoo, for for down sure like that's this. true there is no doubt
0: that you guys are on the downswing 100% yeah Right. It's always for me, it's always just how much you want to burn it down. Like just, is in. it gonna go like this? Can we can we inch it up? Because I, I I'm just always terrified of, of that that other scenario. And you know what I'm finding when I speak to my American clients and friends and even Canadians is again speaking from just coming out of reading the, the three-body problem and planning 500 years ahead mm-hmm. is we've had legitimate discussions about. Like how far, how far forward do you want to, do you want to think, when it comes to global warming, when it comes to Black Lives Matter? Like some of my friends are like, I care about my children, and after that, I'm done. I just, and I, that's all I care about because right now, this is all I can control. Whereas in the past, when you saw a path forward, when you saw this, uh, a bit of stability in your future, you can plan. You can't do estate planning. There's no estate planning yeah. in South America, right? Inflation just, right. you just cost whatever you get, you spend. Whatever you have, the friends that you have, you take advantage of them because they're going to be gone tomorrow to another country because they, they can't live in this place anymore. They're going to be shot or whatever. Like there is, we, we, I do see it in North America that people are becoming more and more insular rather than thinking about, like you ha- when you have stability, you have the luxury of thinking about two, three, four generations ahead and i agree that there's there's a trend toward being more insular because of what's going on um, so there's
2: you know we we talk about the the american founding as being this exemplar cuz like i say we know what it should look like right yeah. there there's another you know great period of time it's the it's the, the 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 scottish enlightenment right so it's in edinburgh and scotland you know in the also in kind of the 1700s and there was this guy there you know the scottish patriot his name was andrew fletcher and his quote was, you know, I don't care who writes the laws. I care not who writes the laws of my country, so long as I write the songs. And and man, that's what I want to do. I want to write our songs. And it's it's, it's like you know, Lin Manuel, right? I mean, he's writing the songs, man. That's right. And and it's it's and, and songs, of course, is a metaphor for the society that underpins Cultural whatever fabric. you build. Exactly. Whatever you build in terms of the the edifice of the state and the like, and and it's that it's that society is where we've got to start, and and, and you start. That means from the bottom up. It, it means you know. Pack the, the Fight Club analogy is. I'm man. I'm sticking with that, and and that that's how it changes. That's how the system burns down, or maybe that's how the system, you know, is rebuilt in a better way. I don't know. But, but if you've got that society in place, it, you know, the rest of it, you're, you're writing the songs, the laws will take care of themselves.
0: So any, I'm just going to shift the narrative a little bit here um, towards uh, In one of the, your previous interviews, you talked about how some narratives click and some narratives don't. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I was thinking was, if we do, if you want to do, t- do take a middle ground, is there, have you identified any ways of finding the narratives that click, in order to get what you want? Than you did in the past. Like you're learning something from with the tools that you have, in order to get better at it. Get better at getting the message out. Uh,
2: yeah. The so so the, the the first one is is one we've talked about. You know, I, I think already here today, and that is. Whatever you're doing in your, in your in your messaging, it has got to be authentic, right? If it's a little fakey, if it ain't you, and I mean profoundly you, people sniff that shit out from 100 miles away. And, 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 and maybe it works for a little bit, but it doesn't work for long. The converse of that is true as well. You may st- come up with something that, that, that that's true to your heart, that, that, that is that is authentic to you, and it may not work. Right, stick with it, is what I'm saying. The, the, you know, you know, the, the, there is a long game here, right? And, and in the same way that we have this, I know it seems like we have this short attention theater going on with all of us. And you know, Roger is saying, you know, we've got 30 big stories this year. The 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 message you have these these stories though they also never go away. So um, if you just stick with it and if, and if it's really authentic, you will find your pack. It's never been easier to get a message out there today, right? You don't have the, the, the intermediary forces of, you know, publishers and government and, 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 and the like. If, if you've got a message, you got something to say, you can get it out there. People may not care, but they, you're not going to be prevented from getting it out there.
0: But I guess what I was asking is, do the narrative maps that you you that you see help you in trying to navigate it better?
2: Well, I'll I'll I'll, I'll give you an example from because usually the examples I'm looking up are things where I think the the, the world is not has gone awry, and you can really see it in these narrative maps. Um, so, like, um, you know, Tesla is a great example. Uh, I know I was right about talking about Tesla, but let me talk to you about Tesla and the narrative around Tesla. And the, historically there've always been two narratives around Tesla. And you can actually see them in these kind of like clusters and maps that we create. There's the narrative around Tesla, the company, how many cars does it build? How profitable is it? Blah, blah, blah. Right. And then there's the narrative around Tesla, the idea, right? Oh, you know, you know, you know, autonomous vehicles and, uh, you know, batteries and space and all these ideas. What, What you see is this great big tug of war between these two very distinct narrative concepts around Tesla. And whenever Tesla, the idea is more central in the map, whenever it's dominant, stock price goes up (laughs) whenever the narrative around tesla the company is 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 dominant stock price goes down what's happened just over the last six months though is something really weird there's been a new a third body right a third narrative (laughs) body and that's just tesla the stock tesla the stock right the articles the, the the narrative is around what did the stock do not what's the company doing? Not, you know, what's the big fundamental idea about driving it? No, 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 it's just Tesla the stock. And you also see this like with, with, with Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies, you've got, you know, a small smattering of, of, of articles that are about, oh, Bitcoin, the, you know, store of value or whatever the, the fundamental ideas are. And then there's another cluster, it's just, okay, Bitcoin, the price you know, the price of the secure of the commodity or coin, whatever you want to call it. When, when, when the, the, when the narrative is about the price of something and the sentiment is positive, when you've got effective missionaries, man, it just goes up. It wins. It it's wins.
3: self-reinforcing expectations of price reinforced by the self reinforcing. expectations. It's what George price.
2: Soros called reflexivity. Yep. Right. I mean, that was his concept and he was right. There's a bigger concept. There are lots of messages that we get. He was just focused on the messages that the market gives itself. Right. That's reflexivity, the the the, the information yeah. in price and the way that, uh, you know, rolls on itself. It's also messages from, you know, what we call missionaries and from the world. But but that's that is exactly the idea. So that's a really interesting thing to think about, right? If you're thinking about how do I create a narrative where I want the price of my effort to go up, you know, how do I want people to be talking about it? Uh, you, one, one of the real important things is you want people to be talking about you because it's the crowd looking at the crowd. And so you should absolutely tell people, oh, I've reached this milestone in, you know, AUM, right, right, or, 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 or yeah, you know, is. whatever this stuff, you know, it's the, the, yeah, it's a little, you can be braggy about it and, and you've got to craft it in the right way. But craft it in the right way, when you get that kind of snowball rolling down the hill and you get people talking about the success of you, that makes you successful.
1: Right, so um, wow, you know, it's not, it's not it's nothing that a PR guy doesn't action, already right? know. Right? It's Trump but, but, saying, praising the the million people in the crowd, and and they're being, you know, you got it, man, four thousand, and exactly, <laughs> just that that sort of signaling.
2: You got it. You call the attention of the crowd to the crowd and
1: mm-hmm. to the
2: signifiers of the crowd, whether that's stock price or what have you, and you. Take it away from the quotidian details of the performance of your entity. Because <laughs> that's, that's just going to be a downer.
1: <laughs> yep. It's the laugh track. People have to it's be told the what track. they should think about it. Exactly. <laughs> Figure out your laugh
2: track, man. That's exactly it. Mm-hmm. We're all a sitcom here. We're all a sitcom.
3: Well, hey, Amen. Does that anyone know great. where Galt's Gulch is? I need, I need directions to... <laughs> 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 I think that's where my pack is
1: so i'm 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 curious what the what the current I mean that this year the the changes in narratives and the the um, turbulence in narratives has just been you know unlike anything I've ever experienced anyways I'm just wondering what because you've got this quantitative tool that you use um to sort of identify the clusters of narratives and um, yeah like a minimum spanning tree or something but like yep. there's some there's some causal um chains in the narratives and stuff. And I'm just wondering, what are you seeing or what's, what is what is most relevant to what you're observing or have observed about that in the near so, term or at the moment? So um, big picture, what
2: I'd say is that, yes, we've had all these, you know, a, a literally a cataclysmic shock in the form of COVID-19. We've got, you know, the the, the political shocks that come every day one of the things that i find most fascinating though is that the day-to-day business of wall street which is to make up stories to sell you shit it just goes like clockwork it just keeps on going every month there's a new story buy financials buy consumer discretionary buy technology what are you going to buy next what are you going to buy next and that constant metronome of narrative it's still with us, man. It It is. I don't, I don't know how it ever goes away. So, so that's what we try to focus most on in kind of our, um, our, you know, applications of this is identifying the business of wall street, which is to make up stories to get you to buy shit. And they're really good at it and it doesn't stop. It never stops. And so that's, that's one picture, right? So not the, is, can you uh,
3: differentiate that for me from just, Business, I mean, isn't that that the isn't that the objective of capitalism to make up stories for you to buy shit? No, no. It's it's, how how would it be different than the reason we we again you're sold things whether it's food, whether it's cars, whether it's the next thing to create a narrative around your social uh, status? How like
2: this 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 such an interesting this aspect this 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 exercise is part of every business it's been part okay. of humanity for since we have had humanity yep. right uh, it expresses itself a lot in politics it, but 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 where i find it in its purest form is financial assets because man that's what a multiple is how do you how do you price up a, a cash flow what's the story that's that, okay. that that's all it is price, price is story Right. I I mean you know it's it, so it is such part and parcel of these um you know intangible things that we live and breathe, right? It's all story. So I I you you're right, it's in every business, right? You gotta sell yep. you know, you gotta, you know, whatever sell we just, candy cars, bars, you gotta sell jewelry, cars, you watches, gotta sell art w- what, 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 I mean, whatever. maybe maybe art
3: okay. would would come close. I'm, I'm not sure.
2: Art comes pretty close. I agree with that. Art comes that's close. It's, it's, it, frankly, that's how I've always thought of Bitcoin, right? I, I think Bitcoin is very elegant art. Um, this does, that does it have value? Absolutely. It's
1: great. Absolutely. But it. that's that,
2: that's what Bitcoin is to me. It's 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 very elegant and beautiful art. Um, but but it's it's it's
1: story. So, apart from the Wall Street mm-hmm. narrative, did, yeah. are your are your graphs showing you any other narrative clusters that are particularly insightful, or or that that you're paying attention to, and you think that others? Should yeah, be yeah. I, I mean,
2: I mean. So, so what we try to look at are I'll call the micro narratives. That's the Wall Street drum beating, right? That's that's every thematic idea you've ever been pitched, and it's the the subject matter of you know, 98% of the content on CNBC, right? Is a, is what I'll call is a micro narrative. There are also macro narratives that are constructed, right? So, so one macro narrative is, well, what's the central bank narrative, right? Is it a hawkish? Is it, you know, a Fed put narrative? Is it, uh, oh, we're looking at inflation and we don't care? narrative, right? There are about five what we call narrative regimes around central banks. And right now we're in this this narrative regime of the way that everyone is talking about central banks, the Fed, and the way the Fed talks about itself is around the language of inflation. That is generally market positive, right? You can go back and see in history when this regime has existed. And typically the next month, you know, the market's up 2%. It's a pretty big impact, frankly, right? Um, another one, you know, we track is how the market talks about itself in terms of what matters, right? Is it focused on technicals? Is it focused on uh, valuation? Uh, is it focused on, uh, you know, fundamentals, which is a little different than, than being focused on value, right? But, but, but it's talking about fundamentals, and right now, we, we have this transition into a fundamentals focus, and that is typically, you know, that can be not as good for markets, right? Mm. If the news flow, if the fundamentals news flow, so, so what do I mean by fundamentals? You know, it, it's just, it's talking about things like, oh, what's the jobs number, right? You know, what's, uh, is, the, is, the, is the economy bouncing back with growth? Those are the questions that are that are really dominating how the market talks about itself today. And so long as the news flow is good, that's constructive. But when the news flow ain't so good, like we've got an election in, you know, sixty days where you could have a constitutional crisis that we've never, you know, we where ha- we haven't seen this country in, you know, one hundred and fifty years. You know, that's that's as not so
3: constructive.
4: Entered. In the zeitgeist, in terms of price action, as far as you can measure from your narrative machine, has, are the markets paying enough attention, or is this still led by the yeah. narrative?
2: Of inflation? Yeah, so, 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 what you've seen dominating the the kind of the, the macro narrative has been questions about COVID, right? For 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 obvious reasons, and and what we're seeing over the last two days, this is a non COVID related correction, right? I very much believe it's because people looking forward 60 days to an election, not because it's, oh, Biden might be elected or it's not who, but it's, uh, are we going to have a functioning transition of power?
4: You know, yeah. it's, it's gonna, around the election.
2: There's a lot of going to happen.
4: Around this, yeah. Right.
2: Mm-hmm. You see this in, you know, in, in the, 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 VIX curve, you know, you're seeing really elevated VIX levels, you know, out around the election. I don't think it's elevated enough. So you know you're going to have spot you know catching up to that. Uh, that's what you I think is going neat, on.
1: You've got some pretty neat graphics or, or or charts or something that you typically show too, right? Have you got do any do any of those sort of help to illustrate the story, or um, are they are they kind of confusing at the moment?
2: Um, you know, it's it's the sort of thing we need a good half hour, you know, to to, to really to really do it justice. Otherwise, it's just right. kind of, oh, that's cool. We got some some which I which I'm happy to show. I mean, I I love showing cool stuff, but but it would just make everybody. I, I think uh, here, let's yeah. This is just kind of showing some of the, you know, what it is we oh, do. Know, and yeah. I've got some yeah, right. some some cool maps, but let me let me pull something else up. This this let me see if we still got this up on uh, our screen.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, so, that's so, what I'm talking about.
2: This is what you're talking that's about, right? Cool I, I mean, yeah, look at that. So it, it looks so cool, right? Well, this, this is the Tesla narrative, right? So this is in 2019, all the articles that were published about Tesla. And so if you zoom in on this, it's, it's comprised of about 6,000 little dots. And each little dot is a separate, uh, unique article about Tesla and major, major, uh, publication the U S and then that's, it's a, what's called unsupervised search. So it's comparing every word in every article to every other word in every other article, which is a factorial. So it's like a couple of trillion calculations. Uh, and then it, it, this is a map that shows the similarity in language, the similarity in word choice and grammatical structures so that the computer, you know, clusters all the articles and shows the connections between them. And the way you read a map like this is you're looking for centrality. You know, what's, what's the stuff right here in the, in the, in the middle of, uh, of, of, of the map. Cause you, this is where the, the, the gravity is really coming from. You know what all these, 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 these articles are right here in the middle of the map. Elon Musk tweets, Right, mm-hmm. and this is at the core of the the, the, the narrative around around uh, the company, and you know it's the 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 the, the Cybertruck is this you know a big one here, uh, the, Timi, the, the the Tesla Semi electric you know all of these 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 kind of central narratives are about kind of big ideas. Oh, we're going to do car insurance. That's a really central one right here. Oh, what's the Tesla Model 3 performance? And way over here, off in the off in the side, you've got stock market stuff, right? You've got you've got company stuff, which, I, like I say, is kind of a negative. That's off to the to the side. You've got Tesla short sellers way out here. You know why Tesla stock fell? It's all on the periphery of this narrative map, and and that's really meaningful right so so what's 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 useful here is trying to understand what's at the core of a narrative and it really lets you you, you visualize
1: that i'll and show migrating, you what what clusters are migrating toward the toward the center or what ones are moving more toward the edges and what does that say about how the stock is likely to react to news and the type of news? exactly to react
2: to, you, you, what, right. you need to start thinking about memes and narratives as living creatures Right, and, and you put them under, it's like getting a drop of water and putting it underneath you know, a microscope in the 1700s. And you look through the microscope and it says, oh, my God, there are things living in there. It's, it's, it's really like that because then you track over time how a narrative is born and how it lives and how it dies. I tell you, every year when I look at this, these Elon Musk tweets are always at the core of it. He's really good at controlling the narrative. He's really good at this, right? I, I mean, I think he's a kind he's of a, a sociopath, right? Person. But he's yeah. really good at this stuff. Right. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, I'll show you. This won't look as pretty because I've just got it on PowerPoint or uh I think I've got it on a on a on a PDF. Let's see if I can pull this up. Tesla this year. Yeah, this doesn't look as pretty, but I'll uh I'll I'll bring it up here and see if I can zoom in on it. All right, what I'm showing you before was was 2019. This is year to date 2020. And let me let me zoom in here a little bit. Here we go. All right, still got Elon Musk tweets right there in the middle, right? It's still Central, right that's right, right? But but look at how this whole map is there's really no center to it, right? I mean, it's it's this is what i mean there is no narrative anymore about tesla the company right you've got you've got the car stuff right it's way over here it's no longer in the middle it's way over here to the side all this stuff around here is tesla the stock price all this stuff is you know tesla the stock price analyst worried tesla stock you, you know so there is no there. It's way really more there.
1: financialized than the than the previous map. The previous map was much more yeah. about the company what the company was doing. The company this are much the much big ideas, right?
2: Stock oh, yeah, stock we can could do car good. insurance. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, autonomous driving. Yeah, of course we can do that, right?
1: This is this is a matter of reflexivity. This is this is the market watching the market.
2: This is the market watching the market. There's no there there, except mm-hmm. for Elon Musk tweets, <laughs> right? anyway so that's that's the kind of stuff we do and um you know both on beautiful kind of fun stuff like tesla but also the business of wall street which is to make up stories and sell you shit that's 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 our bread and butter you derive portfolio decisions based on a lot of this uh narrative machine yeah i mean much less so i'll call it the idiosyncratic stuff I, i mean this is for you know, if, if you've got a big position in Tesla, you want to know this stuff, but but I don't have a systematic strategy around Tesla. We've absolutely got a systematic strategy around the drumbeat yeah, okay. of Wall Street, right? Because yeah. what, what, what happens is that what you're creating um, is that... The, to say this, the, the, the advertising model, because that's, that's basically what we're saying. We're saying wall street's an advertiser, right? And so whatever you want to look at, we like to look at S and P 500 sectors, right? So month to month S and P sectors, if you start seeing, oh, there's not a lot of drum beating yet, but what drum beating there is, it's really positive coming out of financial media. Well, you know, that's a potential snowball that's still at the top of the hill. I want to be long that. It's what we'd call an emerging narrative. When stuff gets, you know, high the what we call the structure of of narrative, you know, the attention, the the drum beating, the focus, and the in negative sentiment, you know, that's when we want to be short, right? So it's a sector rotation strategy where we look at, um, you know, every sector and. Figure out these behavioral signals to go to to go long or short. So yeah, that that's what we put together into uh, uh, portfolios. That's what we put together in portfolios, a systematic strategy. For that. Is, is
3: there any sort of general sense? As as you said, you you want to get sort of long the the positive news or the positive drumbeat. Mm-hmm. Is there any is there any sort of signals in there that are counterintuitive that were not what you expected? I suppose is what I'm asking. Areas where that to me is, is somewhat intuitive, like, okay, uh, you're there ahead of the news. Was there anything in the in that sign curve that you felt was, wow, this was kind of an interesting uh, point in the narrative that was unexpected?
2: Well, I, I think what's interesting to us is, is how powerful these are, you know, regardless of what all is happening in the world, right? It's just the day-to-day business of like I say Wall Street and financial media to be coming up with these stories and it's just the the life cycle of these stories, it it really is like an organism. And and it's just like like clockwork, there's always got to be a new story to get people to buy more stuff.
1: Sorry, I thought you were I, gonna say like cockroaches. That would've worked <laughs> Yeah
2: that worked too. That 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 that, that works too. But, but, and but I suppose there's every. every
1: ahead, but, but frankly, power. you know,
2: to your point, I mean, it's been very important for us that, that what we did. We started with the behavioral models. We started with our idea of how the world works, because and you guys know this. I mean, the ability to kind of try to do your data fitting and you know, you know, you know, backfitting on this stuff is, you know it's just a, once you start going down that path, it's like the noble lie, right? You, yeah, you know, you're, you you, you kind of construct yeah. this stuff that, that works, right? But, but, but it's, it's got i I'd, I'd much rather have something that, you know, I don't know how it's going to work, but this is how I think the world actually behaves. And so that, right. that that's what we're going with.
0: Great. Awesome. Love man. this. Thanks, Ben. Really appreciate it. Thanks for letting for me you. show
2: it. No, I appreciate yeah, no, that it. That was it's awesome. Great.
0: We're at uh, an hour and 40 minutes now. You gotta start time, I gotta, go, time, man. Man. I I gotta start drinking. Yeah,
3: Faster, <laughs> you mean, right? Sort Exactly. <laughs> it's always a pleasure, Thank
1: dog. you it's so bad. much for all your time. Yeah. This Thanks was for having bad. me on, guys. It's such it a blast. blast. Yeah, always yeah, always. This is awesome, Ben. No, yeah. thank you guys. Poor neb.
4: I'm not sure who we have. No. No, 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 It's
2: all Ben right now. Yeah, yeah. We we keep uh we keep Mr. Hyde, you know, locked away as much as we can.
0: Fantastic. In two years we'll do this in person again. Sleeping.
2: You got That's it guys. Maybe when comes like so out, time back time. In person. Same to you. Yeah. All right. Thank Go you.
0: Ahead. Thank you for listening to the Gestalt University podcast. You will find all the information we highlighted in this episode in the show notes at InvestResolve.com forward slash blog. You can also learn more about Resolve's approach to investing by going to our website and research blog at InvestResolve.com where you will find over 200 articles that cover a wide array of important topics in the area of investing. We also encourage you to engage with the whole team on Twitter by searching the handle at InvestResolve and hitting the follow button. If you're enjoying the series, please take the time to share us with your friends through email, social media. And if you really learned something new and believe that our podcast would be helpful to others, we would be incredibly grateful if you could leave us a review on iTunes. Thanks again and see you next time.